The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, in my honest opinion, just to get things started, I believe in my heart that Argentina is one of the top favorites to win the World Cup later this year in Qatar. And I know this comes as a bit of a surprise, and I'm sure that for a lot of you, this is quite random, because here I was talking about a couple of preseason friendly exhibitions, but you know, as y'all know, I'm so super committed to keeping the show going, always adding brand new and fresh content to the show. Into the Net FC is basically the pride of my podcasting career, so you guys know that I'm on top of it day and night. But before I get too deep into that, speaking of the pride of my career, I'd like to proudly remind everybody that Into the Net FC is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, the MLS, and European soccer. Are you looking to shop at Fanatics? Just find the link in the episode description and you can start shopping immediately as well as take advantage of some of the best deals in the world. And Internet FC is proudly brought to you by Fans Idea. Design your own team jerseys from Fans Idea for as low as $24.99. Custom-made jerseys made in a matter of seconds through the use of customizable templates. No skills are needed. It's fast and easy and you can design the perfect high quality. All you have to do is find the link and you can get started immediately and in a matter of seconds, you can customize your own sportswear. And also, Internet FC is proudly paired up with Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, as well as the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now and get a free trial. If you want to sign up, just find the link in the description, and you can sign up immediately, and you can start binge-watching right this minute. 
And again, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so very, very much because it's y'all's loyalty that helped make this happen. I know that the message from the sponsorship might seem annoying, but guys, it's part of the commitment. And again, you all make this happen, so take a bow because all this is because of your loyalty. Thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart. So anyway... So why, Bear Man? Why? That's what they asked me. Some of the people who don't agree with me as far as Argentina winning, being able to challenge for the World Cup. Why does La Abiceleste have what it takes, in your opinion, to win the title? Well, first things first, let's be honest. Argentina is not the team that they were four years ago. They sure as hell are not the team they were eight years ago in Brazil in the 2014 World Cup. But I tell you what, the fact that they are not the same team that they were four years ago or eight years ago, that, ladies and gentlemen, is not a bad thing. Argentina has only gotten a whole of hell of a lot better in the, in the past eight years. Argentina, if I am correct, Argentina has lost, not lost a match since the 2nd of July of 2019. Once again, Argentina has not lost a match since the 2nd of July of 2019. Now take, now take a second, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. Think about that. It's been basically three years since Argentina lost a match. Three years. Okay? Now, on, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, you know... Argentina really is getting into the peak where, you know, I, I think a new, a new team, new golden generation is not really, you know, that, that's not simply the case. But I think Argentina is really beginning an era of success because let's not forget last summer. Last summer, they won the Copa America title. Okay. And, the, and I should mention that the La Abeciliste, they won it. In Brazil, and they beat Brazil in the final, okay, winning the Copa America title for the 15th time. The 15th time, okay. See, Argentina in, in the past several years, eight years or so, they've had their fair share of shortcomings. I mean, they were, they were, they came up short in the 2014 FIFA World Cup final, they came up short in the 2016 Copa America. I mean, a, a lot of things have basically, uh, it's been really frustrating. I mean, we'll ever forget when Lionel Messi, apparently it, it looked as though he would retire from international duty. And, you know, thankfully he didn't. He actually came back. So, you know, it, it was good. And and honestly, things, you know, it, it took a while. But things just finally started coming together for Abiceleste. And I always have a hard time saying that. But, yeah, Abiceleste, the white, and, the white and sky blue, if I'm correct. But, you know, Argentina came through, has gone through so much, you know, especially, you know, since the, um, the World Cup, you know, four years ago. But all, honestly, since, you know, losing the Copa America back in 2016 when they lost to Chile in the final. So, it was, it was really good to finally see um, Argentina win it, you know. And I, I believe it was actually their first title, like their first international title win since, I believe, 1993. But I might be wrong about that, but I'm not sure. But, you know, also recently, Argentina actually won the, um, the La Filicima title. It's basically the Conmebol versus the UEFA Cup of Champions game, basically where they beat Italy. So, 
you know, and, and interestingly enough, you know, early, earlier this year, it was the first time since 1993 that, that that game actually took place. So Argentina won it back in 93, and then they win it again, you know, 29 years later. So look at that. Hmm. The Finalissima, the it was actually a pretty interesting match, you know. Back in uh, in 1985, actually, according to this, you know, France actually won it, beating Uruguay 2-0. And then 1993, Argentina beat Denmark. You know, Denmark were the 1992 European champions. So the way how this thing goes, it's like basically the European champions versus the South American champions. And Argentina beating Italy 3-0. I mean, in that match, oh, boy. I mean, that, that, was, that was impressive. Absolutely impressive. So... So, so again, you know, just to bring up the point, I mean, Italy has just, you know, come a long, long, long way. A long way. And look at the results, you know, winning 3-0, to zero, you know, Angel Di Maria scoring that goal, you know, which was beautiful. And Paolo Diabala making it 3-0 to zero in the closing seconds of the game, you know, in Italy. How, in Italy's case, you know, going from winning the European Championship to failing to qualify for the World Cup, I mean, it's bad for them. And... And seeing how Argentina's been playing lately, I mean, again, that that winning streak like dates back, you know, that's it dates back, you know, and at this point, you know, earlier this month made it made it three years. I mean, can't ignore that. So, so Argentina basically right now at this point is really you know got a team that's you know very well disciplined, very well motivated, passionate, focused. I mean, they've got all the necessary qualities to win the title. Okay. Now. Winning the fifth, their fifteenth cup, uh, the, their fifteenth Copa America title last year, you know, in the tournament, Lionel Messi would be the joint top scorer with a total of four goals. Although he would also be named uh, the tournament's best player, and the best goalkeeper would be Argentine goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez. But seeing how Argentina winning the tournament, you know, based on how everything went, I mean, the results are just clearly right in front of you just to see how great this team actually looks. I mean, Argentina. Went the entire tournament undefeated, you know, three wins and a draw in the group stage of the Copa America. And then, you know, in the knockout stage, you know, they beat Ecuador in the quarterfinals before beating Colombia in the semifinals before finally beating Brazil in Rio de Janeiro. I mean, just imagine being Argentina. You know, and Argentina and Brazil have one of the most fiercest rivalries in not only soccer, but in sports overall. And and here's here's Argentina winning their 15th Copa America title, and they do it in Brazil too. I mean, oh, that's something you you can't ignore, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you. So as far as um, Argentina goes, you know, Argentina is at this point beyond determined to win the title for the first time since 1986. It's been a long time since Argentina's fight, last world title uh, triumph. And Argentina, you know, since their last World Cup title back in 1986, their luck in the World Cup itself has shifted from some respectable memories to some very frustrating times. I mean, they went to the final again four years later in 1990 and came up short and lost the final to West Germany. 1994 didn't go so well. 1998, they lost in the quarterfinals, but that didn't go so well either. And who will forget in 2002 when Argentina failed to even make it past the group stage. So then, of course, in uh, 2010 things started. Things were well until they lost 4-0 in the quarterfinals to Germany. Now that's when uh, the late great Diego Maradona was actually managing the Argentine national team. So 
So it's really been quite a quite a ride, you know, quite a roller coaster since 1986 for La Abbey Day, especially in um, in World Cup play. And you know, four years ago, there was actually at one point where the world thought that there was no way Argentina would make it out of the group stage, but miraculously they did. And of course, they played France in the round of 16, and and what a match that was, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you. But but again, you know, all that's in the past. I mean, Argentina, man. Again, it's no exaggeration when I actually stress and insist to the world that La Albiceleste looks a hell of a lot stronger than they were four years ago in Russia. I mean, again, you know, it's probably 20, 20 to 30 times better than they were eight years ago in Brazil. Now, Lionel Messi is basically, you know, at this point, at this point of his career, you know, you know, much like Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi has actually proved has basically proven something. And, and you know what that would be, ladies and gentlemen? Because you know, I should mention that Lionel Messi is thirty five years old. Okay, and he and he turned thirty five. You know, a, lot, a, a little about a month ago. Okay, but Argent for for Messi's case, he may be in his mid thirties. But I tell you, the dude is still playing at a top high elite level. In other words, much like Cristiano Ronaldo, in Lionel Messi's case, age is merely just a number, okay? Now, I understand that Messi's run in PSG, <coughs> excuse me, his run at PSG is really not going so well. I mean, but, you know, that's PSG for you, and, you know, PSG, you know, you know crapping out of the Champions League the way they did in such an embarrassing way, you know. Sometimes I kind of feel like, you know, Messi going to PSG is something I wish did not happen because you know you know how PSG is, you know they they can beat the small clubs but against the big clubs you know they look nothing like you know what they're supposed to so on on paper PSG might be like the best team in Europe, but the results on the on the pitch you know obviously tell otherwise. But anyway, so back to Messi. You know Messi is still you know focused, still has the brilliant mindset and leadership and mentoring skills of a captain. So I, I still think Lionel Messi has, you know, still has a lot left to offer. I mean, who knows what, what Messi, Messi still has left in him. Because, again, he, he's still playing at, at such that elite level. I, I think Lionel Messi can certainly make a positive impact again for the, for the Argentine national team. But I'll be honest with you, folks. It's not just Lionel Messi. I mean, the team itself looks absolutely amazing. Angel Di Maria is still doing great things, you know, to be honest. And... You know, the, the whole team, I mean, there's some, these players, you know, I don't even know their names, but, you know, seeing the highlights, you know, of the team lately, I mean, I can just tell that this team is just, you know, playing absolutely brilliant. I mean, they certainly have what it takes to win the World Cup, but, you know, again, you know, so right now on paper, it might look as though Argentina is obviously a favorite, but let's be honest, Argentina, much like Brazil, France, Germany, they're always a favorite in the World Cup. I mean... The superpowers of a certain continent, they're, they're always a favorite. I mean, I think, honestly, at, the, at this point, once you win the title, I mean, you're always going to be basically depicted as a favorite, although that's, that's obviously clear not, not, clearly not, not, not the case, because I remember in 2010, there was no way that France was depicted as a favorite, especially with how they got in the tournament. But, but that, you know, that's besides the point. But, but right now, you know, Argentina, they have a young team, okay? But what I like to focus on, okay, yes, the, uh, having a young team might be of a, of a bit of a disadvantage because of the experience. But based on what I saw, especially from an article that I wrote, you know, not, uh, that I wrote actually uh, last month, early last month, uh, June tenth of last month, you know, about Argentina's chances of in the World Cup. You know, I basically 
I, I'm not sure how to put it. I actually, I just mentioned, okay, and this was through research that I have done, you know, film and reading and everything. You know, Argentina, they have a young team, okay? Now, the team might be young. It, might, it, it may be young, I should say. It may be young. But Argentina has respectable experience, but most of all, they have superior, unique, amazing talent, okay? So, in my honest opinion, Argentina is not only perfectly capable of challenging for the world title, I honestly believe, as I said at the beginning of the episode, Argentina can certainly win the title. They certainly can. In my honest opinion, there is no way, and I mean absolutely no way in hell that Argentina does not win the group. They are draw drawn in the Group C alongside Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. I mean, let's be honest. Argent against Saudi Arabia, Argentina should have no problem. Poland, Poland does have Robert Lewandowski and several other respectable players, but let's be honest, is Poland on the same level as Argentina? No, absolutely not. Now, as far as Mexico goes, you know, and this is actually the exact words that I wrote in my article. And, and so I'm going to quote myself. Mexico looks to be a worthy opponent on paper, but it's reality that's going to tell the that's going to tell the story. Now I said it a, di a bit differently than what I wrote. So basically, to kind of basically summarize what I said, you know, in, in, dif in you know, in a different manner of speaking. Mexico on paper looks to be a very worthy and respectable opponent and a good challenge for La Abicileste. But it's the reality that's gonna that's very likely to tell the story. Okay? In other words, a team might look good on paper. But the but it but then when reality basically proves that the team is basically overrated as fuck and the French national team would be a, a basically a great example of that. You know, reality is really gonna slap you with, you know, with the truth. I mean, you're going to expect something a whole lot different, I and mean, that's just how reality can be, especially in soccer. So so the first step for La Abiceleste to win the World Cup is to, is to win the draw, but in spectacular fashion. And I have no doubt that Argentina is winning the group undefeated. So at that point, you know, and honestly, with everything that Argentina has, you know, the, the motivation, the focus, the teamwork, the chemistry... And the fact that they're again a young player with a respectable and significant amount, a significant amount of experience and and all the the great and unique talent. See again, they have everything, and I do mean they have everything that they need to hoist the title for the first time since 1986. La Abiceleste, make no mistake, they want to be the world champions again. That that drought of over 35 years now that has bothered the national team for so long. Argentina wants to be the first South American team to win the world title since Brazil did it back in 2002, okay? And, of course, no no doubt Argentina wants the bragging rights over their longtime adversaries, of course, but, but Argentina, as good as they are, of course, winning the World Cup is never, ever an easy task, no matter how d d dominant you are. I mean, how many times have we seen teams that are absolutely loaded to have everything they have to win the title? Like, basically everything that I just explained, all the qualities... I mean, Brazil is, is one of the examples. France, England, Germany, Spain. I mean, a, a lot of these super teams have come up short in the past. I mean, back in 1982 when, when Brazil was a loaded team that had everything in the token, and they, they suffered that upset to Italy. That's one. You know, France in 2002 when they were the, the, the defending champions. Brazil in 2006. Brazil in 2018. You know, there's a lot of times where, where the super team gets upset, like, you know, by the, that gets upset by the underdog, okay? Now, 
Argentina's got to watch out because if they take their opponents lightly, I mean, they're still going to they're, they're still going to pay the price. But I don't see Argentina kind of doing that because based on how great they've been, winning the title, you know, winning the Copa America, winning the La Finalissima, even though a lot of people say that La Finalissima is worthless. I mean, look, it's a competition for a title. It means something, okay? When a title is on the line, it always means something. We got we, we got to get that straight. All right. But in Argentina's case, with the amount of talent the team has. There's absolutely no reason for the for the team to be in a situation that Lionel Messi has to carry the whole entire team on, on his back. So basically, if Argentina is to actually have a chance of winning the title, the only way they can actually win the title, or the only way for them to actually be able to challenge for the title, is to play as a team. They gotta utilize what I said in my article, and I quote, utilize the brilliant team chemistry. Okay? The players have to be on the same page. You know, basically, like I said, put that all that together. Quite simply put, Argentina needs to be a team, okay? So that's one. So key to victory number one to win the World Cup, Argentina needs to play as a team. Number two, excel on both the attack and on defense. In other words, be a well-balanced team. Excel on offense, excel on defense, okay? Defense needs to be good. The midfield, the, the front attack, the goalkeeping, the managing, everything has to come together. Okay, it needs to be in a positive mindset. Okay, because make no mistake, Argentina will come across some heavy opposing pressure from their opposing teams. Okay, so with a well balanced team, Argentina can counter all the pressure. They can actually win games one by one. Put one focus on one thing at a time, and before they know it, they will be the world champions for the first time since 1986. And there will be a third star added to that jersey. So Argentina, no doubt on my mind, has what it takes to win it. But the question is, will they be able to get it done? Because again, on paper, Argentina looks to be an overwhelming favorite. But the reality is what we're going to be looking at. It's going to be about the results on the pitch. Okay? So to make it clear, Argentina, they can win the title. But the question is... Will they be able to get the job done? In my honest opinion, I think they certainly have a great chance of winning the title. I truly believe in my heart that Argentina can win the title as long as they have their act together and they play some respectable football. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. I will see you all next time. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a good night. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.